Alright. So do you want to leap into it? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Well, uh... Episode 21, are we? This? Welcome to Noob Talk Radio. Episode 21. Episode 21. Here, I'll try and... This week, I'll try and do my, uh... My interpretation of what a really professional intro would sound like. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Noob Talk Radio. Episode 21. I'm your host, Joshua Osborne, and with me in here in the studio is co-host T. Henderson. T. Hello. How are you? I am okay. And you? <laughs> I'm well. Thank you. Good. <laughs> there Good. you go. That's our extremely professional... <laughs> I am okay. And very formal intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to clarify, uh, by studio, we mean also Teak's Basement. Yeah. Like it's usual. a studio. Yeah. It is a studio. Yeah. I mean, right. we've got a very intricate setup here. You know, kinds of stuff, electronics sound dampening everywhere. objects around. Yeah, yeah, electronics to help us with our our, our tools of the trade. That's it. We're, we're all set. Super. I'm going to turn this off actually for the noise. Eh? Yeah, it might be a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Super professional podcast. Yeah, I guess the first thing to talk about is number one. We've got uh, the hunt, some hunt showdown news. Some hunt showdown. Um, there's a bunch of stuff to talk about, but basically, all, to summarize, uh, what we've got with hunt is there's this current. Was the event actually part of the update, or is it just kind of separate? Yeah, no, the event was an update. Okay. Um, uh, previous to the event was the uh, the, the custom MO update. Right. Very, uh, very close. Yeah, like, it was like a week or something. Yeah, it was... Uh, I, I I thought it was the same thing, and it just like... Me too. I, I don't know. But, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just custom MO, and um, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure what else they added that was that noticeable. Yeah, there's well, so there's the 1.19 and 1.20 patches that came out on console, mm-hmm. and like you're saying, the first one, 1.19, is custom ammo. I checked, and there is other stuff. Can't remember off the top of my head, but the other and the other stuff is, I think they maybe added like one gun or something. Pretty much, that, yeah. I mean, the custom ammo was a huge difference, right? Like yeah. uh, for I, I don't know about every gun, but the certain ammo is for certain guns, right? Right. There's the there's the custom ammo edition, which is the it comes in the, the latest two patches. Uh, the second patch also brings with it event. The it updates the game for the event that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's those two patches. Then there's also we wanted to talk about. Um, so yeah, the the big event that came with them, which is the as the crow flies event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically I don't really know much about the history of. Uh, of uh, Crytek with these types of things. I don't know if they've had more of them in the past. Yeah, I have um, no idea. But. As far as I can tell, this is the first really big event to happen. I think they've had small events, but that come with actual content, okay. like significant updates and changes. I think this is the first really big one. Uh, and I, if memory serves, it's celebrating the third year anniversary of the game. I, I think, think so, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think it's, um, again, I, I believe there's two parts to this event. That's correct. And uh, then I think is the new boss. Correct. Um, yeah. So yeah. there is something new coming. Totally, totally. Before we get into that, and just to finish the summary, and the last thing we want to discuss is, with regards to these two things, then there is uh, Teague's, um, you showed me that video by the content creator Psycho Ghost. Mm. Psycho Ghost Gaming. I don't know what the guy's name is. Uh, but yeah, Psycho Ghost Gaming has Mike, a video. I believe. Could be. Uh, just uh, He just breaks down mm. what's going on with the event, uh, what some people are, I guess, um, uh, some player objections or criticisms. Uh, and how he feels personally about yeah. what's going on. Yeah. Um, I like his videos. I, I find them informative. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like both his accent, his manner of speaking, and also the way that he is pretty straightforward. Sorry, not straightforward. Uh, the word is upfront with how he, he has a partnership with Crytek. Mm. And to, you know, he's very like uh, open about like, I work with them. So, you know, 
take what I say with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. but this is my opinion. Um, and he's very, he seems very, like, matter-of-fact and, like, level-headed kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. seem to... Down I don't to know. He, yeah, he seems very down-to-earth. I, I like his videos quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, that's, it's, a, like, it kind of, watching him play, though, really makes me want to put the game down, you know? Uh, you good? <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Him, I haven't seen... Uh, him and Nino, it's like... Yeah, oh he talks about God. Nino. They seem to be friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like... They're, they're nuts. Oh, so yeah. for anybody listening who wants to play Hunt Showdown, don't look up gameplay of Psycho Ghost and Nino well, or Mike yeah. because they're too good and they'll probably make you depressed. Well, yeah, no, you <laughs> should definitely watch their still. videos for tips and stuff like that. And and your goal should be to be as good as them. You yeah, know, like for the sure, the for thing sure. is like uh, they make it seem easy. They probably have like thousands of hours in this game, right? Yeah, and um, yeah, they make it seem really easy, but like. Oh man, um, it is not. So no, hey. no. Uh, but yeah, I didn't mean to derail you to come back to the actual event itself. So like you're saying, yeah, that's divided in two parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the first part is communal. So all of the uh, experience goes towards uh, sort of a pot. You get points from well, from certain things uh, that you would usually get blood bonds from, I believe, like uh, clues and this, that, and the other. Oh, I'm pretty sense. sure. Something but like that. I yeah. know you definitely get them from killing crows. There's, yeah, there's special things because and, the event is all about the crows. Yeah, and yeah. then there's like statues of birds and stuff around, pelicans, and you smash those and you get a couple as well. And mm-hmm. then I think the boxes boost how much uh, of these points are earned during yeah. the matches. So there's a new cosmetic, uh, sorry, a new co- microtransaction item Yeah, that yeah. they released for the event. Yeah, these like I think it's iron, silver, and gold boxes, maybe something like that. I think There's it's three like tiers. iron, silver, and ivory, perhaps. I think you're right. Mm. Um, yeah, and then these things you can purchase with blood bonds. I wanted to figure it to really lock down what the translation from blood bonds to money is. I can't remember. We're gonna guess that the most expensive one is a thousand blood bonds. It is. And it's we assume yeah. that's we think that translates to roughly ten dollars. We're gonna guess. I'm thinking is yeah. the most expensive one. Well, I, it depends how much you spend too, right? Like if you buy the biggest bundle of blood bonds, it's significantly less than if you buy the smallest bundle of blood right. bonds. Right. Right. Um, right. Just like any game online currency, like true. Uh, true. If you buy a large amount, you're, it's a lot more for your. Each yeah. dollar, you yeah. know? But, um, and like in Psycho Ghost video, he was saying some people are complaining that like, oh, this price is really high, you mm-hmm. know, what the fuck. I kind of have to agree with him. He breaks down exactly what you get in them. Exactly, yeah. And how it works where like, yeah, the, the lower tier ones, you're really gifting the other players in the match. And the highest tier does give a gift to everyone. So you yourself will get stuff too. Mm. And he makes a good point, I think, just in terms of like, you should remember before criticizing the price too much that this really is a, first of all, it's a strictly optional thing. Mm -hmm. Like, there's really no, you can still go and purchase the other cosmetic stuff the way you normally would. Yeah, there's no reason to, there's no need to do this unless you want to move it along quicker. Um, Exactly. And and even as he said, and one thing I I appreciated when he was talking about it was, um, you know, he's like, a lot of people probably are going to feel the need to grind and stuff. And he's like, look, don't worry about it. He's like, we got this. We got this covered. Uh, I do this for a job. People like him. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I do this for a job. He's like, we got this covered. We'll take care of it. Go outside, play with some grass, like uh, pick some cherries, Go I think outside, he said. Play, touch some grass. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure he said something. And yeah, I was just like, he's hilarious. I like this guy. Man. He's like, so funny. Man. I like this guy. Uh, you don't have to call your employer. Like, yeah, I'm really yeah. sorry, I can't come to work. <laughs> exactly. Like, the birds have to be killed. Like, <laughs> exactly. I can't. <laughs> no, it was, it don't was, worry about it. <laughs> it was beautifully put. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And it needs to be addressed because... 
another thing he was saying is that, yeah, the event has some ludicrously high number of whatever they have to hit. Mm -hmm. Like, the points you get from, like, killing crows in the matches and gifting these boxes to each other, you need something like 7 million. The community has to raise 7 million. And... Uh, something, some big... It's it's in the millions. Maybe it's one million. I can't remember. No, I but think it was like 7T, and it dropped down to 35. 70 million? million? Yeah. Uh, you, yeah, you could be right. I'm pretty sure. They, they already dropped it? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah they dropped um, it like day one or well, something. Well, he was saying, you know, like at the time of the video, that like everyone's freaking out because this number is way too high. And it's completely true. That's just, uh, you know, a mistake on the, 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 the part of Crytek. They obviously ludicrously misjudged the number that should be appropriate. Yeah, I guess. I mean... But like you said, they already dropped it. They dropped it. And also, it's like, uh, maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like there was so many more crows in the rounds that I played than ever before. Yeah. Like... You're you're for sure right. uh, It was insane. So, like, I mean, like, there's, there's grinding for these points. And, like, so basically, you take, like, a poison crossbow, a ton of... Poison bombs, fire bottles, whatever, and then you just go killing crows, you know? Um, or you can go play the game and kill what you can when you can, but like, I don't know. I mean, I think there are a lot of people that are just killing crows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I killed, uh, I killed a lot of crows. Uh, yeah. I did. Yeah. I did. Well, but, I think people's concern stems from the fact that, um, and just to be clear, I guess maybe it's obvious, but we're only talking about this because we realize this is not news for like lots of people. <laughs> like we just have a lot of stake invested in this game. And I do think it's, um, it's worthwhile to have a conversation about this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it really does, um, inform the rest of the industry in the sense that, we live in a day and age when this type of game is becoming more and more the norm, and these types of practices are going to be in everything we're doing, mm-hmm. right? So it's relevant to discuss this type of behavior, no matter which game it's coming from. Like I was telling you earlier, Destiny 2 totally had a similar... Right. Has done two, two times already community stuff where it's like everyone's working towards this amount of points in whatever, mm-hmm. and if you get it, you get this thing. Right, you know, like, like this is like this is going to happen more and more. But, but I mean, like, I don't think it's... Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure you're going to get it anyways, right? Like, it's... Mm. Well, that's part of Psycho Ghost's concern, which is that a lot of people are like, well, what?" because Crytek officially stated the way the event works is like, there's two acts, like you were saying, and if the first act, if everyone hits the community goal of murdering a certain amount of crows and getting points, it moves on to the second act, in which you earn individual... Your, the progress you make by killing crows or clues or whatever goes to your personal account, and you right. unlock cosmetic stuff mm-hmm. to do with the event for yourself, then what's supposed to happen is I think if some tier is hit, either if the first goal is hit at the end of Act 1, or if some goal is hit at the end of Act 2, then the boss that they added, because they're going to add a boss, the boss will come into effect because the people hit the tier or whatever. Right. Right? So the concern is that, like, are you going to lock the boss behind some event that may or may not come to fruition, like may never, may, or may like people may or may not get the points required. You I know? can't imagine that possibility. You know, it's. I mean, it's almost to me, it's insulting people's intelligence to even not come out and say that. Like, by the way, we're going to put the boss in the game anyways, because like, come on, like, they, yeah. no company is going to put development resources into making something, and then you're not going to put it in the game because they didn't reach a goal. Like, yeah, get out of here. it's like it's such a, it's a very artificial way to just be like, come on, guys, we all need to contribute. It's like, okay, fuck off. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no way in hell that you're not going to put something you developed in the game. So right? maybe just stop having the illusion of that. Yeah. Destiny has the same thing too, where it's like, 
they're not going to i mean they don't do anything in, in destiny where it's like the community event is never to unlock actual gameplay that okay. will come. Like, they only put in new gameplay through, like, expansions. Right. But even with the simple rewards they designed for these community events, they end up just lowering the bars to make sure people are going to do exactly. it. Right? Exactly. Exactly. Like, because they don't want their resources and time to be wasted. Well, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's a cute thing to do, but it's a little artificial. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. You know? no, like, neither uh, am I. We'll get a new boss. And yeah, it's fine. yeah. I mean, to me, they just should have been upfront and been like... Don't make like don't say that the boss is only going to get unlocked if X Y Z thing happens from the player community event like participation. It's like yeah, I guess yeah. I mean yeah, of course you won't get the cosmetics if you don't participate. Mm. That's fine, you know. But obviously they're going to put the boss in. Yeah, for sure. Maybe we'll be proven wrong. I yeah feel like I, I would quit my career in podcasting if that were, <laughs> if that were to happen. I definitely <laughs> would quit Hunt. Um, no, there's not really much else to say about. This actual thing. No, just a lot of stuff. They're they're doing stuff with Hunt. It's not a dead game. It's, yeah, uh, it's very no, totally. live. That that part's really cool. Well, and this this event has uh, they peaked the quantity of uh, players, right? Yeah, by, like they hit sig- server capacity. Yeah, yeah, by quite a quite a chunk. I think they like tripled the highest ever amount of c- concurrent Hunt players I th- on I, official servers. I felt like it was sixteen to twenty five thousand, but uh, I could be wrong. Oh uh, no, you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that number sounds familiar now. Yeah. So one point five times ish. Yeah, uh, it's pretty big. Uh, it's huge. Big it's huge. But yeah. it was noticeable because the first day it took forever to get into a game. Yeah, like just servers full. You can back out or you can wait. And it's like okay, I'll wait. Yeah. And twenty minutes later, I'm still waiting, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, please. I mean, since we're on the topic, like, do you want to maybe? Chop it up a little bit, and we were gonna. What we've been playing, uh, we, you usually handle that later. But it's like it's mostly hunt for you. Pretty much, you yeah. You want to just kind of leave into it? <laughs> I mean, I haven't been doing all that much. Had a couple of uh, annoying runs, but that usually is what. Usually uh, around the time of an update, there's some bugs with games, right? So, to be expected. I'm not butt hurt anymore. Um, they sound pretty egregious. I was really pissed, man. Um, I was yeah. really pissed. But again, like I mean, can you summarize briefly for people? Like, what what's the? Yeah, uh, well, the load the time most bad thing. The loading time was annoying, but uh, whatever. I mean, that's it's busy. Oh well. Um, but what bothered me was uh, I took some decent hunters into a match. Well, it just kind of. Uh, it bugged out and disconnected me after a while. Like, it let me run around but not actually do anything for a while. And then it disconnected me and uh, got rid of my hunter. Yeah. Um, and Which that happened focus, twice. Focus and whack. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, usually, it, like, if I was doing the free hunter stuff, I really wouldn't care. But, like, I was not. And, like, I, you know. <laughs> Why I, do you think they're doing that? It was, it was probably, it was, the first time was the day before the update. And the second time was the day of the update. I feel like it's just server issues. No, I mean, like, why do you think they deleted your character? Oh, same as just dying. If you don't exfil, if you don't, you know, make it to an extraction point, your character's gone. So if you so just if disconnect you just, yourself. Yeah, yeah. If you just quit the game, your character's dead, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A buddy of mine... It just You would think they'd be able to tell the difference between a server disconnect and someone dropping well, themselves. Well, it was know? weird, too, because it was like, I was running around for a long time, and it just, like... Again, my friends, I could see my friends and they were just like standing still. I was pretty, uh, pretty angry because it happened twice in a row and, yeah. it, and they were good hunters with good gear and I lost, like, I was pretty, pretty mad, but 
at the same time like i just so the after that the next i don't know four rounds i i just made sure i took free hunters in with garbage gear that i didn't care about yeah and then i didn't have an issue um <laughs> so <laughs> whatever um it just kind of ticked me off but at the same time like i don't it really puts a dampener on your on the enthusiasm you can muster that was for the, a new event right? that was I mean, the only time i ever had an issue with this game well that's true i suppose right yeah. and yeah. like most online games like you're gonna have an issue with yeah, Sometime, but the right? fact that with this one it deletes your progress. Yeah, that, no, that's that was really bad. that was bad. Because I mean, you, sometimes you spend a lot of time earning those hunters. Those those, the, those hunters were worth. If I took my worth... max level fucking reverend Dude, into a match, it was not. I was pissed, man. Yeah, uh, I, I was pissed. Like they were over a thousand dollars in gear and yeah. shit that I spent on them. You know, like yeah. uh, again, you get it back, no problem. It's just. That's not the point. No, it's right? not. <laughs> it's like with my reverend character. It's like that's the one that I groomed for solo play. When I'm being crazy stealthy and never engaging with anyone, mm. you know, and I have this whole thing, like, it's kind of like I have an emotional attachment to him, mm. right? If I lost that particular character, I'd be really, really upset because oh. I worked so hard to get him to max level well, without ever fighting anyone, you know? Yeah, you'd be upset if you lost him that way. I mean, if you yeah. went to a match and he got killed, that's the name of the game. Right? Oh, totally, but, totally. Um, no, just through a disconnect. Yeah. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, Your game can't tell the difference between you dropping me and me quitting out? Like, fuck mm, off. Like, yeah. No, it was... Uh, that's bad. That's bad pro That's bad coding, man. There's no excuse. But besides that, though, the game has been pretty flawless. True, true. It's just the irony of it happening as a big event comes out. Mm. That's really the, the absolute worst time for that to happen. Because people that have not played the game in a long time are coming back. Mm -hmm. And you particularly don't want to fuck off someone who has been gone for a long time and is enticed by the cool new shit you just put in. Yeah. You really don't want to burn them immediately with like, oops, both, yeah. both your high level characters just died because I can't handle my servers. Mm -hmm. Like... That's yeah, no, no. I was, good. I was yeah. raging. I was very angry. Yeah, but again, a right couple of days, and I was totally cool and yeah. like whatever. I'm really not. Uh, I really don't care anymore. You sure. Know? Like sure. Uh, I've played it quite a few times since, and I'm like, I was sure that I was done, you know. And then yeah. it's like I see some more of this event stuff, and I'm like, oh, I'll just yeah, I'll try it again, you know. And uh, well, to be clear, you know, it's like I mean, I just watched the um uh, the as the crow flies event trailer, the official trailer before I came over, and um. Even just seeing that trailer, like, completely, like, brought up all my, uh, my memories of, like, like, emotional love for, for mm. Hot Showdown. Like, it, the game is, there's no problem with the game. No, no, it's we, a beautiful it. game. It's a beautiful game. And, like, I'm not trying to of, criticize the game. Yeah, <laughs> out of all of the, again, those being the only bugs I've ever experienced, yeah. I'm like, uh, I mean, if it continued happening, then, like, whoa. But Did you play other times and it worked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh, played, okay. like, okay. played probably five rounds since and okay. I haven't had okay. a problem. Uh, the loading time is even not a problem anymore. Like, so, I don't know. Again, after a big update, it was an eight gig update too. Um, wow. Yeah. I did not notice. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense, given all the new shit. So I'm just kind of like, whatever. I mean, it's a great game. I love it. I it strongly is. recommend it to anybody that likes punishment. Same here. Same here. And uh, a struggle. Yeah. I am pretty Anyways. excited, though, to see when they do do the PvE, just yeah. for the, uh, Me too. the hell of it. Me too. Well, I'm really excited. Yeah. And I feel like they actually may have... Maybe I'm crazy, but um, I feel like certain things got harder. Certain things took more damage. Oh, interesting. Maybe some things got nerfed. Some bad guys got buffed. I, I don't really know. I didn't read all the patch notes or anything, yeah. but just the, uh, the adding custom ammo, like that completely changed the game. Like uh, after neat. that, I got killed by I think I think the next 
four times I died were two incendiary rounds. Oh, cool. <laughs> the next four deaths I had were incendiary rounds. I was That's like, cool. okay, so I guess these are uh, a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that makes you think of Judge Red. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, should we move on? Yep. Okay, so that brings us to number two here, uh, which is um, PlayStation versus Xbox. Yeah, I just sort of, I put this down as a very broad thing to discuss, mostly because um, I saw the Play at Home 2021 update, uh, Sony's Play at Home program, mm -hmm. uh, which I, I will be honest, I was completely unaware of its existence, uh, and apparently has been in effect since last, first started last April, I think, 2020, April. What, did they have like one game on there or something? Or Yeah, it was uh, sort of like a... Um, Painted as a COVID uh, like oh, relief okay. measure, almost mm -hmm. like they were tr tr trying to be like you know, in, in to acknowledge the fact that a lot more people are at home than were before. Uh, we'd like to offer you a, a couple free games, and in yeah, in April 2020, they gave I think it was the Uncharted Collection. I want to say, oh really? Okay. And Journey, if I'm not mistaken, hmm. which is amazing. I mean, that is straight up just totally awesome. Okay. And so, yes, to kind of build as this play at home program, you could sort of just look at it as an addition to the PS Plus library, mm. right? That's effectively what it is. Yeah, they just announced there was also the recent, uh, I'm going to say Ratchet and Clank. Okay. I think. Uh, Ratchet and Clank something something. That was a PS Plus game, though. I think that was actually part of the play at home thing. Okay. And it maybe just looked like a PS Plus game. It's just that it's built under the... Because you don't add them to your library from the from that play at home. Oh, really? A straight download. So they're not exactly like PS Plus games. I don't think so. Okay, I was, I've been wondering that the whole time and it was really hard to find that information on the internet. I I don't know. This is just like, again, yeah. this was yesterday. I was looking yeah. at Subnautica and I was like, I do kind of want to put that in my library. Mm. And uh, I clicked on it and it just gave me the option to download it. So I was like, hmm. Interesting. And the, I do kind of So feel... maybe if you don't get them now, that's it. You can't just add them to your library and then leave it for later. Yeah, like I don't think so. Yeah, And yeah. I don't know, is it still going to be on your system after it's not there anymore? To me, it's unclear. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I just I tried finding that information. Because Journey, out. I don't it was think... was not very obvious. I don't think Journey was in there anymore. Yeah, so we don't know if these are just for the limited time of like the month or so that the program is on. Mm -hmm. I think it's just under a month. The promotion starts started like three days ago, March, two days ago, 25th. Yeah. It's like April something, I think. I can't remember. I don't know. It seems like a weird... It seems like that would be weird, though, right? Like, you I get progress it, in a game, yeah. and then you can't play it anymore? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's they're going to be permanent. But honestly, you know, we're not positive. Yeah. Um, I would guess. It would um, make sense. Yeah, but what I saw was the update that just happened is, uh, like Teague was talking about, 10 free games added for download this spring. Started two days ago, ending sometime in April. Can't remember. Hmm. It's about a month, give or take. Uh, and, yeah, one of them is Subnautica. There's also Abzu. Uh, there's VR. also... Yeah, there's like four VR things. Mm. Thumper, Paper Beast, Astrobot, Rescue Mission, and Moss for VR. Moss is supposed to be very good. Uh, is that the mouse one? I think so. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I don't have VR, so I've never... Yeah, I don't mean, I just, from public opinion, I gather Moss is supposed to be pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, then the regular games, quote-unquote, um, like we just said, Subnautica, Abzu, Enter the Gungeon, that game's amazing. Res Infinite? And The Witness. Um, and The Witness is a... I mean, that's a huge, like, sort of art house game mm. uh, by Jonathan Blow, who is one of my favorite game creators. Um, it's a puzzle game that's really, really beautiful and very, like... I don't want to sound pretentious, but very smart. It's, like, <laughs> smartly designed, you know? Like, um, it's a good example of games being art, mm. I think. Okay, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. If we want to stick our noses up for a second and... Talk no, no, there's, there are, there's definitely some games that are, like, pure... Like, Senua. That's art. Yeah. 
Yeah, that it's art in a art. good way. Yeah, like yeah, it's no, also no, no. there's nothing annoying about it. No, no, it's no, just no. a really, really cool artistic creation. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's something that you couldn't get in from a movie or a painting or whatever. Like this is, a, it's something else. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's the cool thing about Jonathan Blow is he makes games like that. Okay. He yeah. makes games also that utilize the medium in a way that, like for example, the stuff that the witness does, you could not possibly do in a painting or a, right. or a movie. Exactly. Right? It, exactly. You, like the gameplay is a fundamental aspect. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, anyways, uh, so the witness is really cool. Enter the Gungeon is an indie game that I think is totally awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a side-scrolling shoot 'em up. Mm. You know, I don't know, Cabal Jackal style on NES. If that tells you anything. Nope. Um, what's uh, Heavy Metal on NES? The only ones I can think of top-down shooters are Nintendo games. <laughs> okay, yeah. Reloaded is the only top-down I can think of from PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Okay. Um, Fun. Anyways, so, yeah, these games are, have just been added. Uh, and why I put down sort of PlayStation versus Xbox is because this made me wonder about, with these being added to the PS Plus library, effectively, um, and, well, of course, there's also the existing PS Plus collection, which is the PS5 only thing. You can only get it if you have a PS5. Okay. Right? And it's that like list of like is 10 or so oh, that's right. really yeah, AAA yeah, yeah. high budget titles that they just give everyone for free mm-hmm. if you have PS Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, th- because these things are making me think about this is PlayStation's answer to a- Xbox Game Pass, obviously. Right. Yeah, it made me think about whether PS Plus can actually compete with... Uh, whether PlayStation will be successful in competing with Xbox. Because Xbox has been doing a lot of really pretty crazy stuff lately with, I mean, both people they've purchased and they have a lot of, there's a lot of exclusive titles coming to just Xbox Mm -hmm. from just third-party developers, like My Stalker 2 that I'm excited about is only on Xbox. Second Extinction, I I don't think that, I mean, I don't want to get off on too much of a tangent, but Systemic Reactions, the Gen Zero guys, I don't think that they're going to be able to make magic like Gen Zero after Gen Zero. Uh, Um, I don't think so. Second Extinction still looks good. But I don't think that they're going to gonna be able to make the magic happen again. Yeah. But that aside, it's still a pretty big, a, a big, a big title that's only on Xbox. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of stuff that's only on Xbox and Game Pass. You know, this this PlayStation uh, Play at Home thing forced me to look into Game Pass, and it is completely insane <laughs> what Game Pass offers. Like, yeah. To me, there is absolutely no way that uh, PlayStation could ever compete with Xbox within the current way that they're structured and organized. Right, right. Without doing something massive, some massive change. Yeah. Like, um, like you were saying earlier, uh, you know, PlayStation Now yeah. is really the only thing that sort of kind of resembles Game Pass, and it is like. Um, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a six-year-old trying to play basketball against Michael Jordan. Like, I mean, it, it just it's, doesn't. Yeah, it's uh, not like, even in the same league. I think it, like it was started as like a way to play PS3 games, right? Pretty much, and yeah. then they tried to add more to it and stuff. And there is a bunch of stuff on it, some AAA games, you know. But totally, I mean. Who cares? Like, uh, I mean, there's some stuff, but compared to Xbox Game Pass, what you have on Game Pass is you have literally, like, huge brand AAA titles. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty much, it seems like all the huge AAA brand titles are immediately on Game Pass when they're released. Yeah. That's so, cool. none of these games you have to go and pay $80 for if you have Game Pass. You just play them yeah. immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Last of Us 2 being on PS Now. That's the equivalent. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that, that's seriously what they're doing over there in Microsoft. Yep. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, this this play from home... Excuse me. Play at home update is really cool, but um, yeah, I'm a little. But also, the play at home is uh, you don't need to be PS Plus, right? There's no fee for this. This That's is free. That's a really good point. I didn't think it's 100 percent free. Yeah, you're absolutely um, right. This is literally something they're just giving to you. Yeah. Whereas That's a good point. the That's other the one thing. is not. Yeah. Like, um 
That's a really good home. The, the whole play at home thing, it's free. Yeah. Including, I think, the Nathan Drake and Journey stuff. Like, it wasn't part of, even if it may have looked like it was PS Plus. Yeah. It was this. So it means that you could, you still got it if you weren't PS Plus. Yeah, I think when so. When that happened, right? Um, and the same with, you know, one thing we left out was that the only remaining thing on this list of 10 games from the play at home is Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, uh, Rick's isn't there yet, right? Yeah, Horizon is coming April 1st. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's the exact same thing as these. You can just add it to your library, which yeah. is crazy. And that's a, an amazing game. I mean, they're just giving that to people like for, that, for nothing. That was yeah. a, that was a great game. Yeah. Like, uh, it's legit quality. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I do kind of, uh, I mean, I, I appreciate the effort. I'd like to see where it goes, you know, but yeah. um, I think the Xbox has that Game Pass thing on lockdown, you know, like they won that for sure. I, I'm kind of horrified by how good their game list is, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Uh, Stalker 2 is going to come to Game Pass day one. Around like. Christmas, I was at a friend's place and we were going through it and I was not uh, like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, there's lots of stuff on it, but in terms of like, we oh, yeah. were looking for a long time for something reasonable to play. And he ended up downloading, like, Mortal Kombat 11 or something. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, how about some... Uh... So I looked up every game on Game Pass before I came here. Mm -hmm. There's about, I think, I stopped counting at 120. And I think I was at, like, H in the alphabet. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the list is, like, several hundred, oh, it's insane, several yeah. hundred titles long. It includes the likes of... Um, I'll give some examples. This is the existing list. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved, uh, Banjo-Kazooie Game, uh, Absolver, Alien Isolation. Uh, I'm going to look for big titles. Uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, that's an indie game. It's a big indie game. All Destiny 2 expansions. Doom Eternal, Elder Scrolls Online, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, Oblivion Morrowind, Elite Dangerous, um, Enter the Gungeon, Evil Within, several Fable games, Fallout 76 and 4, Final Fantasy 15. Um, Final Fantasy 15 was, wasn't that... Uh... Gears of War 2 through 5 and Tactics. Um, well, and this is all pre the March edition. Okay. Then the March edition, we've got stuff like first of all, Octopath Traveler, previously exclusive to Switch, mm -hmm. coming to Game Pass. Narita Boy, it's that indie game we were talking about earlier. But um, it, sorry, the Gears of War, like the uh, two, wasn't it like Xbox one two through five? Right. Okay. Yeah. So like so the current four and also. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 But only like four. That's like saying you know like. Resident Evil. Wait, is Gears of War six the current one or is five the current? One? I don't know. I thought it was five. I don't know. Crap. I'm okay. curious. Well, tactics is, but all I know, all, tactics it, is current. Gears it feels like a, a lot of them seem sort of old, you know. Uh, sure. Just like PS Now has a, sh a whole bunch of old, you know, PS3 games. You know? That's true. That's true. So but like, I, mean, I mean, here, games adding in March. Uh, several sports games. We don't care, but they're big. Uh, Doom Eternal. Yeah. Uh, that. Yeah. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Evil Within, Fallout New Vegas, Prey, Rage 2, several Wolfenstein games, Undertale, huge indie game, uh, Star Wars Squadrons, Octopath Traveler, Yakuza 6. Yeah. There's some big stuff. There's some big, I don't but, know. but again, when I was looking with, uh, with my buddy, we were looking for something to play together, and it was just like, again, I, I don't know. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't overly impressed with it. Weren't enthused. No. I was like, okay. again, we ended up with like Mortal Kombat 11. You know, like, yeah. that's cool, for sure. It is. But like, uh, again, I just, 
That's I don't know. why you see you played Mortal Kombat 11 when I was telling you about TMNT last time. I'm like, that's the kind of niche that that's for is when you you, you can't figure out what to do. Yeah, and you want exactly. to be quick and exactly. simple. Exactly. It's like yeah. I just need to get an hour of enjoyment out of this. Come on. I, I think we ended up like passing back and forth the remote to Fortnite or some shit. Like, uh, I mean, come on. It's better than nothing. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Uh, all of these, you. all of these you. amazing games, and like we end up yeah. on fucking Fortnite. Like, okay. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. All these great channels and still nothing on. Yeah. Uh, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's impressive. A cool, yeah, the, the, uh, the play at home thing is cool. Mm-hmm. For PlayStation people, it is nice. It's free. Oh, it's also, it's 20 bucks a month, right? Or 17. The Game Pass? Yeah. I've actually completely forgotten now. I feel like Because we checked too many prices at the same time, mm-hmm. and I can't separate PlayStation versus Xbox versus... I believe it was 17 a night. But... Something like, maybe 12, I want to say 12 to 17 a month if you buy just a month. It's comparable to PS Now price. No, I think it's about double. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, it's 15 a month. And PS Now is like 8 or something? But I guess all, all to say, the Play at Home 2021 update is cool. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, I'm not saying it's not good. It's amazing. It's, mm-hmm. it's really cool. I, I just, I'm, I guess I'm concerned about the future of PlayStation versus Microsoft, Sony versus Microsoft, in yeah. terms of can they... Can they compete you know, in that sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially given also all the big things like the Bethesda acquisition and stuff like that. Um, well, also the, uh, the Xbox was cheaper, right? Didn't the uh It's just the digital model, isn't it? Yeah, I thought the yeah, digital model was a hundred dollars less than the digital model of the PS five. It is, which is because their oh, digital model is actually lower spec. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. But it is really important to have something like, like I think that given the current uh like socioeconomic situation we have, it is probably better to have that for mm-hmm. them, right? Yeah. Because people really do some people need a, a, a more affordable option. Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. In regular times, I maybe wouldn't say it's such a win because of the reduced specs, but I think given the the trying economic times, it's probably pretty a uh, pretty smart um, mm. move to make. But anyways, neither yeah. of, uh, I mean you know neither company can get them to anybody, so yeah, who cares? <laughs> I I keep checking it. I still I still can't. I would really like to get one. I can't. Uh, uh, either or or no PlayStation. Yeah. PlayStation. I mean yeah. I'm not like a I'm very console agnostic is the word. Like I don't really care. I just go where the games are. Yeah. But PlayStation has had stuff like Bloodborne and Demon Souls. Like it's kind of the only franchise I really care that much about. Hmm. So because most of the other stuff just comes to everyone. Yeah, pretty um, much. Yeah. But you know. Yeah, I mean, it was Red Dead at first. You know, it was uh, exclusive to that, but uh, not for long, right? Mm. Totally. There's still stuff that they added to Red Dead that's only on PC. I can't really say why, but I still Guns. I still like PlayStation better for some reason. Yeah, me too. I don't but have much of an actual reason. I don't. I think it's just a. Uh, from the past, you know, like uh, I was just a PlayStation person, yeah. and uh, I, I don't know, I had an Xbox at one point, but mm-hmm. um, I preferred the games on PlayStation. Yeah, um, I preferred. I the... like their exclusives better. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, anyways, so on to number three. Uh, this is our last general discussion topic. Uh, Rockstar confirms Red Dead price increase and next-gen remaster details. Yeah, well, it's not just Red Dead, right? It's uh, they're saying the same thing with. Um, Grand Theft Auto and uh, their whole uh, all their remakes, umbrella. everything that they're remaking for it, right? So yeah, increase in price, okay, fine. We all expected that, right? Yeah, uh, from the exact same stuff that every you know everyone else is re- increasing their price by. The standard is ten dollars. Uh, it seems to be the same in both U.S. and Canada for that ten okay. U.S. dollars, ten Canadian dollars. Yeah, so like I mean I don't know. I'm not uh, completely opposed to it. Their reasoning I think is kind of ridiculous. Like oh well, it costs more to make them. Um, and it's like, I don't care how much it fucking costs to make them. I care about how much money you make off of it. And I'm sorry, no. 
<laughs> Fair point. Uh, like yeah. Rockstar. I'm talking Rockstar yeah. just because, again, of how much they've made off of GTA. GTA 5 is the second highest grossing game in all time. Uh, sorry, the second highest selling game of all time, right? Is it? I believe it's uh, directly under Minecraft. Okay. Uh, no, I think it's earned more than Minecraft. But uh, yeah, it's I think earned it's more. Copies sold. It, yeah, yeah, copies sold. Minecraft wins, but it's earned significantly more. Oh, I mean, Minecraft doesn't really make money. No, but yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's earned. I'm pretty sure it's earned more than any anything in Anyone, entertainment uh, history. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, I would definitely buy that. You know, I like, mean, if it's the second most selling game of all time, I forget period, the numbers. It's regardless of console, it's billions, right under though. Minecraft. It's in the billions. I would believe that. Um, Absolutely. And it's just like, so now they're gonna re-release it on the third generation console. Like, uh, like the same game on the third generation. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, so I'm sorry, and you want to increase because it costs more to make. I'm sorry, you haven't made anything fucking new. It's the same fucking game. And yeah, you've beefed it up to work on yeah. something new. But I'm sorry, no, that shit doesn't fly in my books. Well, well while I 100% agree with you, I mean, it is the same normal price hike that everybody is doing. Yeah. So in that sense, it's kind of like, well, yeah. obviously, I mean, you can't expect um, one company to just be like, I think we'll turn down the opportunity of this $10 price. I mean, of course whatever, they're not going to. Of know. course they're not going to. Um, um, but what concerns me more is the current lists on PSN of, for example, Red Dead Undead Nightmare and Red Dead 1. Red Dead Redemption. So that's, Sorry, Red yeah. Dead Redemption. That's the, fir- that's the second Red Dead game. Um, but it's, okay, so it went Red Dead Revolver, Thank Red you. Dead Redemption, yeah. Undead Nightmare was a DLC to Red Dead Redemption, then it went Red Dead Redemption 2. Got it. Um, which is PS4. But yeah, the current listings for Red Dead Redemption 2, Undead Nightmare, for example, sorry, Red Dead Redemption 1, Undead Nightmare, for example, mm-hmm. at $100 now. Yeah, but that's not PS new. Now. Uh, PS Now, they're free. Well, who cares about PS Now? No, no, but not... you said on PS Now. Did I? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, uh, yeah, I meant just the basic yeah, on so, the PSN store. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So in the store, they're $99 each. So the base game is 100 bucks, and the DLC is 100 bucks. Yeah. And they don't look any different to me. And um, we're talking about, to be clear again, we're talking about the predecessor to Red Dead Redemption 2, the current big thing. Right. The and and the that came before it and on PS3. Brand new... When Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, brand fucking new. It was seventy nine ninety nine. Yeah, same as everything. So how the fuck do you charge $99 for a game from the previous... For a part of a game from a previous generation? Like, I don't know. That, uh, that, that blew my mind when I first saw that a couple of months ago. Yeah. And it's still the case. I don't know. That really makes me not like Rockstar. Uh, same here. <laughs> I mean, I don't... <laughs> you know, it's kind of like... I have so little background on this situation because I don't I don't pay attention to these games. But on the surface, I mean, both a like I was telling you before, I kind of just I don't even know where to I don't even know what questions to ask or how to even co- like start talking about this because it's so just like what the fuck yeah that I don't know where to start yeah like like you just said I mean a game from the previous generation repackaged a, basically a, a piece of it basically a straight port. Yeah, basically, it's, it seems like it because I mean, again, twenty dollars higher than the current amazing thing than the top of the line shit, right? Like, that, yeah, I, I don't. In understand what world it. does that make any sense? No, yeah, no. I don't, I don't get it. I'm yeah. completely floored, but 
hey, I'll be interested to see if this, um, you know, are, are they going to keep this, these weird-ass, ludicrously high prices on the store? Like, who the fuck's going to buy this? I don't know. What chump is going to buy this? Crap? I almost did. <laughs> I almost did. I wanted to play Undead Nightmare so bad that I actually looked it up in the store, and I was like, yeah. oh, it's bound to be like 10 bucks or something. Yeah. And I'm like, $100? What the fuck? Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, well, they must have done all kinds of work to it and yeah. stuff, right? It must yeah, be a complete... You were speculating game. to me before, like like Resident Evil 2 Remake. I'm, totally different game, maybe. It must be, right? right? You, it, you would assume. You it think. has to be for, has to be. for that, that amount. I'm like, it's got to be... So I watched a, a walkthrough on YouTube, and no, man, it looks exactly the same. Okay, no, not exactly the same, but yeah, it doesn't. It's I don't know. It looks like they put a fresh coat of paint on an old game. It doesn't look like a new game. I don't even know about a fresh coat. Um, like they they covered maybe some a filter. Maybe they sprinkled some shit on it. I don't know, I but don't know. like really, they may have smoothed out certain things. I don't know, yeah. but the graphics still don't look great. And the thing is, I have it on PS3 still. I'm tempted to actually hook it up and see. Yeah. And just like... One-to-one. Yeah. Yeah. And then I could get it on PS Now and actually play the difference next to each other and see like, okay, maybe the controls are... Yeah, smoother, but I don't know. I after seeing it though, I and because I've played so much Red Dead Online, I, I just can't. I'm like, yeah. fuck. If I want to be a cowboy, I'll be a cowboy, and it'll look good. Yeah, um, totally, totally. I mean, I I don't really have much more to say about this other than I guess you know we'll keep an eye on it, see what happens with this really weird, extremely questionable and unusual practice. I don't know. Yeah, fuck Rockstar, man. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> like that I mean, really... I was already pretty fuck Rockstar, but like this is just like, it's almost so out of, like, so completely just gone that like I don't... I don't know how to react. Yeah. You know, but uh, but no, it grosses me out and... Uh, yeah. Yeah. If I could quote the trailer for boys, it feels a little fucky. A the little thing fucky, feels yeah. a little fucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It does. We'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're back. Took a little pause there. I still haven't gotten around to inserting the fancy coin coin music or some sort of sound effect to delineate the. Oh, okay. The okay. Yeah. Um, but since we're ta- since I'm talking about that, I'll give you a quick PSA uh, right before we get into our. We've got a few news topics. The podcast is really important to me, uh, and to just give a quick sort of, I guess we don't talk to the audience much. Um, we talk mostly to ourselves or each other rather Um, but to talk to the audience really quickly about just where the podcast is going what's going on um, a couple things I wanted to say uh, I've been having some personal struggles lately uh, which have definitely impacted my ability to handle stuff that's been on the backlog that I'd like to do for the podcast for a while Um, so I just kind of wanted to say that that's still coming Uh, I haven't forgotten about it uh, and one of the big things I'd like to address soon uh, is how better to talk to the audience and have it be more of a, you know, I was talking to Joel the other day uh, and he was saying how he likes how conversational podcasts are kind of like a relationship between. Right, right. Yeah, a relationship between the hosts, both with each other and with the people who listen. Mm-hmm. And I I couldn't possibly agree more with him. Uh, and I would like to make this more of a conversation between us and the audience. Mm-hmm. I need to figure out how to do that. Uh, like I said, it's part of the, um, I have been struggling, so there's that. Uh, and also, I don't really know what the best way is to do that. Um, mm. To reiterate really quick, we do have an email. Uh, feel free to send an email if you like. Uh, the email is noobtalkradio, uh, one word, noobtalkradio at gmail.com. We should probably just start like a Facebook or Twitter or something. Yeah, I mean, if anyone has any uh, f- listener feedback in terms of both what we, like how we do the show, 
format, you know, what do you like, what do you not like, is it too long, is it too short, blah, blah, blah. I hate the music, music's amazing, whatever you like. Um, or stuff like, I've been needing to reach out to uh, one of our listeners, Chris, which I will do uh, soon. Chris, thanks for listening. Um, and, he, you know, he had some feedback in terms of, like, a better way to separate segments when we go take a break, come back, mm-hmm. anything like that, you know, feel free to write in. I will either uh, read it while we're, while we're talking or just incorporate it into the episode or reach out to you, whoever you are. And we need to figure out a way to either, you know, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, like some way to have a uh, Discord, some way to have a place where people can sort of like just, you know, talk to either each other or us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I would like to eventually get to the point where uh, we're handling listener questions. Um, That's one of my favorite parts of the Sacred Symbols show. Yeah, no, that's fun. That's fun stuff, you know. It's really fun. uh, I mean, I honestly think that that listener uh, questions is the best way to... It's just such a huge help. It's both fun for someone who writes in to have people answer their questions. For sure. And it's also really cool for the hosts because it lets them see angles of, of news items that they just wouldn't be able to touch otherwise. Right, right. Right? Like if someone asks a question like, you know, what's up with this, I don't know, Microsoft Game Pass versus Play at Home thing? It's like that's a really, you know, they might have some specific question and that might get you to think about that topic. Or look in into it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so it's coming. Uh, stay tuned. I, I, that is one of two big things that I, that I want to do for the podcast. Um, and the second thing is, uh, also just to say that the fact that the, the episodes are a little long lately, I have mixed opinions about that. Uh, part of me is like, it's maybe makes sense that it's long. Part of me is like, I wish it was a bit tighter. Um, but that comes partly from the fact that we, we, um, there are some 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 realities of the COVID record, record, recording under COVID that make it kind of difficult to do what we were doing before, mm-hmm. um, and that really hurts me existentially. <laughs> I would very much like to return to the weekly. Um, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do that. It's just a question of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and part of the reason why it also it sort of hurts me uh, in terms of when I think about what to talk about on, on the podcast, uh, and the reason why sometimes they're a bit long is because. It's really hard to get in the two weeks of new stuff in, you know, one session. For sure. Uh, and I have to, we, we, you know, a lot, there's a lot of topics that come up that we just can't talk about because there really just isn't time. But for sure. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's zero for want of, like, for lack of interest. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, definitely. Uh, like, for example, I can I can just tell you right off the top here, here's tons of stuff that happened that we're not going to talk about. Yeah, back to Game Awards. Not that there's that much to say, but it's definitely news. You know, Rust Console Edition gameplay trailer revealed. I'd love to discuss that. Disco Elysium Final Cut hitting consoles March 30th. That's big for a lot of people. That game sounds huge. Joel's a huge fan. It looks cool. It looks really good. Um, Gamescom planning hybrid event for summer 2020. Who knows whether or not it'll actually happen. Yeah. But it's interesting news. Um, Monster Hunter Rise just came out. 87 on Metacritic at a 69 critics. March 26th. Game looks amazing. Uh, Jade Raymond opens Sony Backhaven Game Studio in Montreal. Huge for the Montreal gaming scene. Who knows what that'll mean for the for games coming up? Mm-hmm. Uh, Microsoft and talks to purchase Discord. A bit of a misleading uh, news headline, but it's still a headline. It's still something, yeah. You could at least explain to people how that's maybe not something to be concerned about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you were telling me before, uh, Six Days publisher now says game is quote unquote inseparable from politics. There's a huge story there. A bunch of interviews with the guy. Right. It's interesting. Uh, it's like you know, this is just a, a small section of shit that I would love to talk about. That we kind of can't because yeah, and I was gonna send you more stuff too. Oh, the the new switch, yeah, like yeah. Uh, that's. Yeah. I figured you'd want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so. I mostly think it's kind of like that's. I've looked at it a bit as it's mm-hmm. gone by, and I feel like it's all. 
I don't. I can't tell if there's any reality in what's being discussed at all. Mm. To me, it feels a hundred percent like expert speculation. Okay, you know I'll what I mean. That. But anyways, all that to say, you're right. There there's is lots stuff. Of news. There's lots of stuff to talk about. Yeah, and just not enough time. I'd love to at least debunk switch rumors. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, but uh, quick PSA: it is not the experience that I want to give at the moment. But we will definitely get into. We will fix these things eventually. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, yeah. So, with that out of the way, uh, let's get into some news. Let's do it. So, we just got a few things here. Uh, number one, uh, we've got Back for Blood delayed to October 2021. You don't say. Um, and this is off you an IGN article. don't say. They <laughs> delayed it. No. Teek says he was expecting this all along. Oh, fuck. I, yeah. Uh, whatever. I, I uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, Yeah. <laughs> I, I expected when they said I it's coming adjust, whatever dot 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 yes <laughs> well, when they when they said it would be coming soon I was like yeah bullshit um, I was like well I'll see it when I I'll believe it when I see it yeah and and this is just yeah again I mostly wanted to talk about this because this is a game that I think we're both quite excited about yeah I, mean, I am I am yeah. but I'm losing excitement Are because you? of this shit I'm not uh, I'm just like eh fine again I'll believe it when I see it Perhaps. Until it's done, I don't. I'm. I'm not gonna get my hopes up for it. I. I don't know. I like the idea of it. I don't know how much I'll actually enjoy it. And I'm not gonna like again. It's like Daisy and Rust and stuff. Yeah. Like I was super excited for that shit to come yeah. to console, and I still am sort of curious about Rust. But like Daisy, forget about it. Uh-huh. And I have a feeling Rust will probably be kind of similar. Um, you think? Yeah, uh, I do. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it'll be a masterpiece, but um, I don't know. Daisy was a train wreck of a. Uh, it looked like a, a video game from like 1998. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know. I mean, that's two years after Pokemon Blue came out. There you go. <laughs> um, all in all, I just like, I kind of feel like that may be the same sort of thing with this game. And uh, I hear you. That's kind of how I felt about uh, Cyberpunk. Like, mm-hmm. I, was, I was really invested, and when they delayed it a lot, and, you know, there was all the rumors of, like, eh, it's maybe not as good as we thought it was, that affected me a lot, but I think I, for, for whatever reason, I have just enough distance from Back for Blood to not give a fuck. Yeah. And, I'm, and I look at it as just, like, great, I'll, I'll play it when it's polished and ready. The only reason that I uh, have any strong feelings about it whatsoever is because of the struggles I went through to get Left for Dead. <laughs> Which I like, never actually played. Right? No, I actually <laughs> bought an Xbox <laughs> because I saw a physical copy in a pawn shop. So I bought an Xbox from them, and I bought that before checking the disc to find out that it was cracked. Oh. And uh, yeah, and then I was I went to so many game stores and pawn shops and stuff, and just like I never found a copy. You know, the emotional reaction to the delay makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, oh, whatever. It has nothing to do with the company or yeah. anything like other than my personal experience with the struggles in playing Left 4 Dead. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I mean, I guess to, to, to recap the news quickly, Turtle Rock Studios, uh, again, this is off IGN, Turtle Rock Studios has announced that Back for Blood has been delayed from June 22nd, 2021 to October 12th, 2021. Which is kind of cool for Halloween. I never thought about it that way. That's a really good point. Right? I Absolutely. Mean, yeah. I don't know. It's not really a summer game, is it? Uh, no. No, it's, a, it's totally a Halloween game. It feels like a Halloween game to me. Yeah. So. If the zombie apocalypse is going to happen at any particular holiday event, it's got to be Halloween. I would hope. Yeah. 
Um, it's really, you know, that's just under four months. It's not a, it's not it's a huge not, delay. No. Um, I'm happy. I mean, I, I, I think it's really good when it's like, <sighs> really, my shit talking is like in jest, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's not, emotional. Yeah, it's not, but it's not, yeah, it, it has no actual, like, whatever. For sure. I'm, I'm, I'm semi joking. Yeah. You know? like, I mean, like, yeah. Cyberpunk also, it's like, it was great that it got delayed because clearly it was a mess. So, yeah. I mean, I can only imagine what would have happened had they not delayed that. Like, the game probably wouldn't even... I can't even imagine. You know, I actually had my first... I, I, I play, played 27 hours. Mm -hmm. I'll get into it later, but um, I had two hard crashes. Oh, okay. Two. Yeah, so I have experienced my first hard crashes in Cyberpunk. Okay, at 27 hours, though. Two out of 27 hours is pretty damn good. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is not frequent. Yeah. Not at all. And the game auto-saves, like, extremely regularly, so it really doesn't matter, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, so just under four-month delay... Uh, there will be an open beta this summer that I think, um, yeah, the studio has stated basically just that they just need more publish. Um, That's fine. Pretty much the exact reason you would expect the game to be delayed for. Yeah, here's a quote. Turtle Rock Studios is working hard to make Back for Blood the best game it can possibly be at launch, and the team needs more time to do this. Game comes out October 12th. We thank our community for its support and are excited to share there's an open beta this summer. So yeah, there's an open beta coming. Yeah, there's not that much more to say. I, there's some stuff that I didn't know about. Like, they have... Um, they talk in the RGN article about uh, the fact that you have a card mechanic where you build a deck of like abilities, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, it kind of, to me, it smacks of uh, Battlefront Two or Battlefront One, excuse me. Okay. Which had like cards that you would it's unlock same, as you go up levels. It's the same as Red Dead Seventy Six. Um, yeah, it seems to be a sort of normal thing now. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. The first time I ever saw it was in Seventy Six, and then it was very it was. Red Dead Online 2. Ubiquitous after. Kind of. Yeah, actually, I'm not even sure which one came first. But, um, yeah, those two were the first times I'd ever experienced the, the card abilities, you know? And I was like, okay. Now I'm kind of used to it. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. <laughs> to me, it totally works. Um, mm -hmm. I, I actually think that would be... Um... It's a great way to do it. I mean, uh, mm -hmm. I think. It's yeah. just... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And it's it's cool art, too. Oh, I didn't see the actual art. Oh, no, I don't know about that. Oh, but okay. I just mean the card... Like the fact that you have the yeah. fact that you have playing cards with you know yeah. your abilities, it's like yeah. I don't know, it's kind of neat. I, it is a nice way to integrate a visual style yeah. into the regular gameplay. Mm -hmm. Totally, totally. I mean, I can say coming from Left 4 Dead, both one and two experience, um, it totally makes sense as a, a good way to just give a little bit of like um, longevity to playing the game, like mm -hmm. stuff that you can alter just yeah. to be like yeah, yeah, keep yeah. it fresh. You know, yeah, yeah. they're obviously going to be pretty minor things, but it's like that doesn't matter. I don't know. I mean, like, they're pretty massive in uh, 76 and uh, Red Dead. It's huge. It like it'll be like Red Dead so far. Well, no, it, but I, I just know. mean your abilities being cards and yeah. stuff. It's like, you can have it mass. You can have massive differences. You yeah. know? Like, like 76, it's like, okay, well, <laughs> for sure. Automatics, shotguns, like, well, whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. like, From what I've read, they sound pretty minor. Like, okay. just small tweaks to how your character works. Okay. Which I think would make sense in a game that really is about the core gameplay. Like, not like an RPG. You don't want to alter, dramatically alter things like an RPG usually because it causes game balance problems. But who knows? Yeah, well, I feel like it's a class thing, though, right? And you're probably going to want multiple classes uh, on your team. Are there classes in Back for Blood? I can't remember. I thought so. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah, but, probably yeah, right. <laughs> I could be talking out of my ass, too. So uh, You're usually not. Uh, editing has shown that you are generally <laughs> not talking out of your ass. Uh, well, anyways, um, they also said that there will be... Yeah, so there's cards broken into four categories. Reflex, Discipline, Brawn, Fortune. Sounds interesting. They give you bonuses. But there also will be corruption cards in play that will make your journey more difficult. Yeah, okay. Uh, so not much is known about that, but it sounds neat. Yeah, it's a handicap, pretty much. Um, yeah. Basically. So it'll probably be something like, you know, you... 
take more damage, but you gain more XP or something. You know, I like, think they uh, may actually. I don't really know. The, uh, maybe, hmm. but also maybe they're just randomly like drawn negative modifiers. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's, uh, it seems very unclear at the moment. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna play I'm gonna play it when it comes. I am definitely gonna play it when it comes. Yeah. That's the perfect kind of, uh, you know, similarly, I think, to the TMNT game, it's a great, um, really easy, low-involvement game to play. You know? I don't know. It like, doesn't have a lot of... Well, you can leap into a match very easily. Mm. You don't need to know a lot ahead of time. Yeah. You know? Like, like and if you suck, it's fine. Like, it's not going to make it so that it's not fun. Mm-hmm. It seems like it'll be a pretty um, intense game, though. For sure, where for sure. where casual play is a little different. Yeah, you know, but like, you don't need to read pages of manual. Before no, so. no, no, no. I in see the, in that saying. sense, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. The yeah. barrier to entry is low. Yeah, I yeah, gotcha. which I, gotcha. I like. Yeah. yeah, it's good for a co-op game. For sure. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So yeah, let's move on to number two. Good. Uh, which is uh, Outriders will permanently brand cheaters games. <laughs> I love this. I think that's hilarious. And uh, yeah, from what I saw, they weren't going to delete cheaters. Um, or ban them. They were going to put a watermark on their screen. I believe you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just... <laughs> so that like people can see streamers. Yeah. Yeah. You'll but I know. Mean, like, I think that, that it's hilarious. But I, I think it would be even. I guess it depends. I'm gonna have to see it. But I feel like you should ban cheaters. Part of me, anyways, feels like you should. Um, and if you don't. Then, if you're not going to ban them, then you should give them a, a handicap, a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so maybe put the watermark over their health and ammo. <laughs> uh, Interesting. <laughs> you know, yeah, something like that, yeah. or uh, their stat. You know, just something to really fuck with their gameplay. I kind of, I, I don't, I don't really know why, but I kind of like the giving the middle finger to cheaters. Oh, I... yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. I hate cheaters. Cheaters are. Really? I don't know why you would play like. <sighs> I mean, objectively, you're correct. You should just ban their games, probably. Like, it's a little, it's almost like mean or like psychological abuse in some way to just like watermark someone. But I well, kind of like no, it. I don't know. Yes and no, because like again, you ban them, then they just they sign on with a different account. Yeah. Um, and then you can catch them and ban them too, but then they just sign on on another account. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of, I don't know, it makes it kind of hard. I see your point. Um, whereas a watermark and not banning them makes it so. But it only really, depending on what how bad this is, kind of only matters if they are a streamer. Kind of. I mean, because like no, actually, wait, no, there is some. So here, yeah, to give some background. Oh uh, no, you'll be able to see other players are cheaters. Is was that it? Uh, that's on the streaming. So you'll know if you're watching a stream by the watermark. I I thought there was something maybe that you're also going to be prevented from matchmaking with anybody who cheats. Oh, I mean, okay. if you are a not cheater, you okay. cannot matchmake with a cheater. Matchmakers are being blocked from matchmaking with anyone who doesn't cheat. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. it is really cool. And it says also that so this is just off again off the IGN article. People can fly. The company making Outriders is Outriders the SquareSoft, the Square Enix game with the multiple classes. What I is, think so. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm thinking of the right game. Um, there was recently a demo. Yeah, which came out of the Square Enix presentation, maybe. I think so, but you needed to make an account to play it, yeah. and I was like. Fuck I'm you. pretty sure we're thinking of the same game. It's yeah. class-based. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're yeah, thinking yeah. of the same game. 
Uh, so yeah, people people can fly off the IGN article has announced that uh, it will brand cheaters by adding permanent watermarks to their HUD, amongst other punishments. Now, if we go into the, they also it's also interesting that people can fly stated that um, from the demo that you were talking about, uh, they did identify around 200 cheaters during the game's demo period, including one who quote unquote gave himself 600 legendary weapons. Cheaters made up, although uh, despite these numbers, cheaters made up just 0.01% of the player base, and people can fly are hoping the number will not grow in the launch period for the full game. And amongst the other things that they will do to cheaters, yeah, you will not be able to matchmake with legit players. Matchmaking will likely take significantly longer, although it's unclear if that's just because the pool is small because you are not matching with regular people. Mm -hmm. um, you will still be able to play solo, uh, and in future your HUD will have a discrete but visible watermark placed on it so that gameplay footage created on this account can be readily identified as coming from a flagged account. Okay. I feel like it would be good if there was just a, you know... It, it, their head changed color or something, uh, you know, so anybody could see like that's a cheater. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, you yeah, yeah. Scum. Like, well, since they can't match make with regular people, yeah, then never mind. Yeah, 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 totally. One of the things that does, I, I'm really glad, particularly that uh, I thought it was interesting to talk about this just on the backs of the anti, uh, sorry, the Denuvo anti cheat, mm -hmm. because I like that this is happening from the company themselves. Uh, mm -hmm. And is not a third-party solution. Right. Um, I'm always going to be in favor of first-party solutions. Yeah. And I also thought, since you have so much experience with um, other PvP people and interacting with like cheaters in these types of things, I thought you'd be a good person to talk to about this. And I also saw from the article that um, one thing that was sort of fascinating was that they discuss exactly what people can fly considers cheating. Right. Um, which is kind of interesting. Because, yeah, that is kind of a... like. We talked about it last time about the difference between exploits and cheating, right? And yeah. Like, if it's an exploit, I kind of feel like that's the fault of the developer, um, and they need to fix that. And banning someone for, you know... <laughs> Exploiting an exploit? <laughs> yeah, is kind of a shitty thing, but... Yeah. I don't know. It's a fine line. Um, well, most of the stuff that they say that makes a lot of sense. Uh, there's only one that really concerns me. Um, I'll read the other ones first. So here, modifying game files to enhance a character. Level, skills, inventory. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously. Um, externally modifying game time to reduce time-dependent features such as vendors and challenges. Makes sense. Using a trainer program to gain advantages in the game. Makes sense. Using gameplay-altering programs such as aimbots or wallhacks. All absolutely. of this stuff is totally absolutely. exactly what you would want to mm -hmm. forbid. Right? Actual cheating. But the first thing they list is intentionally running the game on PC without easy anti-cheat. So this is the part where I was like, oh, also fuck you. Because what they're doing here is they're saying that like in a particular environment, PC in this case, uh, you also, they expect you to use something, which is that... I'm assuming a third party anti-piracy yeah. solution similar to anti-Denuvo anti-cheat that we discussed before. And my problem with that is that intentionally running the game on PC without easy anti-cheat, it's like, well, what if a player, what if easy anti-cheat sucks and someone wants to control the way they play their own game and not use some maybe potentially performance impacting third-party solution yeah, no. that the company doesn't even make themselves? It's like, what the fuck? That's, yeah, that's the laziest thing in the world. That's, like, that is complete bullshit to me. It um, is. I, I think that's insane. It's extremely lazy development. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Everything else is totally normal. Legit. It's just that one little bullet point that is like, oh, uh, guys, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. you know? And the fact that these things only affect console users is like, why do the console people get? I mean, sorry, the PC people get all the the garbage sometimes. Like they have to deal with a lot, a lot of extra. It's like they get advantages, but mm -hmm. they have to deal with a lot of nonsense that, like, as console players, we accept that we never have to touch. You know, like yeah, pretty much. I so. don't know. Anyways, so all that to say. 
I think it's cool. Like, I think that their heart is in the right place. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, just maybe not so sure about the implementation and putting third-party solutions into your program. It's like... Uh, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That that sounds bullshit to me. Requiring someone to use also another app to like, make yourself legitimate, quote-unquote? Come that's on, crazy. Man. I mean, that's, that's just crazy. That's like, mental. Um, yeah, it's, it's really mental. But definitely, you know, their heart is in the right place here. Yeah, the and watermark thing is genius. Like, I, yeah. I do approve of all, like most of it. You know, yeah. I think that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I'm curious to see how that how that goes. Because like, I, I feel like they're just gonna backpedal on that anyways. Mm. Like, it's something that won't make it into the actual implementation. Okay, yeah, but who knows? Yeah, guys. Like, I mean, cheating is a big thing. You know, it's a big thing. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah, I, it's it's a big thing. I applaud the fact that at least um, People Can Fly is mostly taking it into their own hands, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not entirely, but they're at least mostly trying to clearly do this themselves. Yeah. yeah. Which I was why I like this a lot more than the Denuvo anti-cheat we were discussing right. last time. Right. So, like, anti-cheating is great in general, but the problem is you can't just, like, force people to use extra apps. To, no. Like, get like, out of here. Do it yourself. Come on. Like, yeah. What am I like, paying for? A complaining to your product? spouse, like, uh, I'd really like if the garbage got taken out more often, and then not doing it yourself when you're bothered by the... It's like, just don't don't ask somebody to do something for you when you could do it yourself. Mm. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I mean, know, that's that's too much. Be a responsible adult, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, anyways. Outriders is launching April, fir- April 1st on uh, all consoles. I might end up so getting it, but... We'll see. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, it's the only thing that to me seemed uh, really interesting out of the Square Enix presentation. It looks good. Yeah, it looks uh, fascinating. Yeah. yeah, it could be a good um, competition for Destiny. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you actually, you know, uh, since we're talking about this, do you know if it has any PvP or if it's just co-op? Do you I know very don't know. little. I honestly don't know. I tried to. Yeah. I. I think I downloaded the demo and then it told me I needed an account. And I deleted it. I feel like it will. I see someone saying, quit asking for PvP because it won't ruin the game. I uh, don't... That sounds like no PvP. I'm less interested. Yeah. I don't know. I really am... I don't know. It's just the same way with Destiny. The fact that there ha- there is PvP in Destiny makes me more interested in the game, even if I never play it. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's always going to be like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Something... It's... It's a different... Uh, it's a different era. You know? Like, uh, yeah. games are just different now. And it's like... It's awesome. It's like going from Pokemon Sword with uh, online, both PvE and PvP, it, even though it's limited. Like going from that to uh, to Pokemon Legend Arceus with no pe- with no multiplayer, it just doesn't seem to make sense. Mm. Yeah, especially in a game like that. You know, I don't know. It's just a part of so many games now, and it's yeah. the part that I enjoy the most. Yeah. Like, did you do much uh, Dark Souls PvP or any? I did, yeah. 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 Not, like, uh, nearly as much as just playing the game. Mm. But, yeah, it's kind of like once I hit a certain level of mastery in Dark Souls... Then you want to. I switched on all that stuff. Exactly. And I really enjoyed it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I was not terrible. I wasn't good, but I, I could kill people sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Should we move on? Yep. So here, that brings us to number three, uh, which is Dying Light 2 update. Uh, aiming for 2021 launch, Techland promises more updates soon. Basically, this could just comes directly from the... Um, the dev team. Yeah, the Dying Light 2 development update video, I think it's called. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, uh, which is straight from the dev team. Uh, and it... Uh, I don't Do you want to describe it? They're just reading angry comments, pretty much, right? Um, pretty much. And, like, yeah, just saying, don't worry. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> basically, the team sits there and reads angry tweets with, like, tons of curse words in them <laughs> for, like, a minute or two. Looking sad the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then explains that, I think that maybe the, I'm not sure uh, who it is, but is it lead designer, to, I don't know how to say this, Timon Smectala? 
Okay. Um, he's the one that was like... The uh, big guy, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, the most sort of soft-spoken one, mm-hmm. who at the end is like, we really appreciate your devotion and your comments and 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 support, <laughs> no matter what form they may take, <laughs> which is awesome. It's great. Uh, and then he says at the end, he's like, uh, and since we love you, here's a 30-second or whatever second uh, mm. little uh, gameplay clip, just cause. Yeah. And then at the end of the gameplay, Splash shows some really cool gameplay, and at the end of the Splash says 2021, and that's it. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. And people are angry. And they know. <laughs> they know you're angry. <laughs> and they're working on it. Techland has uh, <laughs> noticed the extremely angry <laughs> and insulting uh, uh, I don't know tweets. why people would write shit like that, though. You know? Like, I mean... Uh, dude. Like, let's not even talk about that. No, no. That's I mean, another, it's uh, just, like, in terms of, like, <laughs> other than to convey your lack of... It's like when they like something, they say this. Right? Like, they clearly like it. Yeah. So they're guess, like... Yeah. You know, giving giant middle fingers to the people making it mm-hmm. because they're angry. It's not. We want it happier. I don't know. We want it now. Yeah, yeah. But I do get it. You know, when a game has been, when did it? Uh, when did they first talk about it? Yeah, uh, that's a really good point. Yeah, I mean, six years ago was it? I would have to actually check, but Dying Light Two was announced. I want to say E three twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Okay, yeah, I could so be wrong, but, yeah. three years. That's okay still. Either earlier in 2020 or earlier in 2021, I can't remember. Um, they the game was postponed indefinitely, not okay. indefinitely, but they just said um, we don't have a date. It's postponed and we don't have a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I can understand why people are a little. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, if it's uh, like the, the comparison to Dead Island Two, like please don't make this a Dead Island or yeah, this is going to be a Dead Island Two. Yeah, something like that. One of the comments, and it's like, yeah, okay, I get it. If if you are yeah. still waiting for Dead Island Two, then yeah, you might be a little bit. Uh, I'm actually still butthurt that uh, Dying Light 2 didn't. I mean, Dead Island 2 didn't. Mm-hmm. There. Because I, I, for some reason, Dead Island had, just has a lot more emotional resonance to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm still a little upset that we never played that game co-op. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was. Maybe happening at some point in time. Yeah, I, yeah. I own it. You can, do you own it? Yeah. I own it on uh, Definitive Edition. Yeah, I think I own it too. I bought it for 20 or less. I can't remember. Yeah, me too. I think I have the one that has Riptide as well, maybe. Yeah, that's the same one that I have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anyways, is there, I don't know, is there anything else to say? Oh, not about that, no. About Dying Light? I mean, it's coming. They see, they know you're upset. Yeah. And um, they're working on it. Do you think you'll play it when it comes out? Yeah, definitely. Probably. Definitely. Definitely. You like the first one? Yeah, but I didn't as much. I got it because it was like, I don't know, 30 bucks or something, Game of the Year edition. I don't know. Um, Something like that. I just liked zombies and, again, Dead Island. I was like, what the fuck? This is like Dead Island. Yes. So I, I really, I, I dug it. I played it a little bit, but I didn't get all that into it. I, something else came out. At, I got something else, like, very shortly after, and that completely took all of my attention. Yeah. But um, then way later, a buddy was like, we were talking about, we were looking for something to play together, and he was like, oh, you have Dying Light. He was like, let's, let's do it. And I was like, what? He's like, I'm like that's co-op. He's like, yeah, man. And we joined up, and he gave me all kinds of good shit, and I fucking had a blast. Like, yeah, I love yeah. it. It's true that that game, if you don't know, it kind of cleverly disguises the way that it has. It's really not in your face about the fact that it has co-op. I had no clue. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a, fa- a bit of a fondness for Teclin, the same way I have a fondness for Systemic Reactions, which is the sub-branch of Avalanche Studios that makes Generation Zero. Right. Because they have a bit of a similar... I don't think they're as good as the... I mean, not to evaluate people, but I don't... They're not quite as... 
good at uh, at um, supporting the game as the Gen Zero team is, I think. That's probably just because Gen Zero is more current. But yeah, the Dying Light team, they really did do a lot post-launch. Hmm. And I really appreciate that. Oh, well, there's yeah, there was a lot of DLCs, eh? Like, a lot um, of DLCs. And pretty substantial ones. Yeah. So, well, it wasn't Helldiver? Uh, yeah, you're thinking of... Uh, that's the PS4, PS4 game from... Uh, the other company. Yeah, but it well, didn't... Tell they, something. But they added it to Dying Light as a DLC. Yeah, there's that crazy, like, arcade cabinet... Yeah, like, yeah, DLC yeah. ...hack and slash mode. Right. Hell something. It's yeah. not Helldiver. No, Hell no. Raid? Hell Raid, yeah. I think Maybe? It, right. I think it's Hell Raid, yeah. There's a lot of video game content with the word Hell in it. <laughs> yeah. All in all, they've added a lot of stuff. No, they're good. Yeah. They're, cool. they're clearly a good developer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they are like uh, the, some of the good boys. If you can if you can say a developer is, is a good old boy or something, I don't know. Yeah, no. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, that takes us to number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resident Evil Showcase coming in April. Uh, Village Open Beta announced. That yeah. is an extremely misleading title and a bit of a typo. What that should say is Resident Evil Showcase coming in April, comma, uh, Resident Evil Reverse Open Beta announced. Yeah. It's not a Village Open Beta. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> and that's, I was so excited about this again. Co-op. Or not co-op, but uh, yeah. Is it a co-op or is it Yeah, PvP? Reverse is. I think I, I I now I'm actually now that you say that I'm not sure if it's just if it's co-op or PVP. I feel like it it's, might be PVP. I think it's only PVP actually. Yeah, I yeah. feel like it might be like but... PVP with like on teams like with cooperation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's only player versus player. We should probably just... we should probably think about getting the the, the demo and just trying it. Yeah, no, I will. Yeah. I will for sure. Uh, I mean, I'm so so about open betas, but if it doesn't require a lot of like. Put in the name of your firstborn child so we can make a blood sacrifice later. Yeah. I mean, if it doesn't require too much of that, I'll probably probably be in. Uh, it's worth noting, so the Resident Evil Showcase is coming in April. That's announced by Capcom. There is no specific date in April set for it, but that's another showcase. Uh, I assume that that means that the second demo, which was alluded to when the Maiden demo came out in the first showcase, they said at the same time that a second demo is going to come out. It's going to be on all platforms, not just PS5. Okay. Like PS4 also, Xbox, uh, Xbox One. The second demo coming out will probably just land the same day that the showcase is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because that's what happened the first time. Okay. Um, and in addition to the showcase that's coming in April, they did state that there's going to be an open beta for Reverse, um, which is right. yeah the multiplayer component. Uh, and that has a specific date, which is, I think, April... I have to check, but I think April 7th. Um, oh, that's soon. It's very soon. Wow. Yeah, Reverse is PvP online only. It's not co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's getting an open beta in April for all platforms from April 7th to 11th. And given that it's coming on April 7th, that probably, I would assume, means that the showcase is going to happen on April 7th, too. Okay. Probably. But uh, and they also... So to anybody interested in trying the Reverse beta, you never check the footage of the... They had, like, a trailer for the Reverse game? No. Yeah. I think it looks probably not very good. Really? But I'm still interested to try it. Okay. I mean, yep. I like them enough to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, for sure. Um, and for anyone interested, I think preloading for the beta happens on April 5th, I think they said. Okay. So you can even download it in advance, because it's only on for four days, right? 7th to 11th? Okay. Which I assume is probably a Friday to Monday. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm going to try it out. Yeah. I think. I think I will uh, I will get it also. Probably. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And that takes us to the last one we have, which is um, number five. Second. Counting? Yep. Five. Uh, Generation Zero celebrates second second anniversary. anniversary. Do you want to lead or should I? Go ahead. Uh, Well, this is the second anniversary for a game that we love. Uh, The fact that it's the anniversary is 
the least important part of the news. Basically, what happened was uh, they also announced at the same time that one of the biggest updates they've released yet, uh, the Resistance update, I think mm-hmm. it's called, um, is going to be launching on the second anniversary, uh, which is coming out. This is one thing I wanted to amend on the... Uh, yeah, and the Resistance update uh, is going to come to consoles. I think it's actually maybe PC and console at the same time. Okay. Uh, it's April 27th. Big update happening. Uh, there's a trailer out there if you're interested. Um, we love Generation Zero. I was a little annoyed recently when on Colin's podcast, Sacred Symbols, he decided to finally play Generation Zero and then plug it thoroughly on his podcast. And I was like, wait a second, guys. Being into Generation Zero is our deal. So can you go ahead and maybe just get your own thing? Because that's really... That's nice that he, uh, that he finally uh, did, though. It is really nice. What, was, what were his thoughts on it? Uh, he liked it. Yeah. 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 He was basically saying that like it's good and you should try it. It's a very um, fucking cool game for what it is, right? Like... Yeah, I mean, he, he downplayed its level of quality, which I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just... I don't think there's any need to downplay anything with Generation Zero. I just legitimately think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You know, also, it's one of the biggest dichotomies between, like, how I feel about something and what the critics think Mm -hmm. that I've ever seen. And one thing that was cool is that Colin did say, because it gave me a bit of insight into the past of Generation Zero, that I think he tried it when it first came out. And both him and the other co-host, Chris, were saying that uh, it did seem like it was a mess. Um, Like, it just didn't work. We played at the beginning. No, we didn't. No, when it first came out. Yeah, I got it, like, within a few months of its release. Uh, I was waiting on it when it came out. When we got it, it was at least, like, several updates old. Maybe a few updates, but I feel like it was only, like, three months old. Really? It was, like, because I had been watching I had been watching it, and... You're making me wonder. Yeah, yeah, I had been keeping an eye on it, and, uh, and then when it dropped, I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, but I, I didn't want to do it alone. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, no, I thought when we finally got it, it was, like, at least six months after it came out. The, we'd have to check the dates of save files. Yeah, you know, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it was early on that we got it, uh, but maybe not. Maybe it was six months in. I just remember being very, very excited for it. Yeah, when I saw it before it was out, um, and then when it came out, it got sort of shat on. Yeah, but I still, sort I feel of? like it wasn't definitely not sort of. Yeah, no, it got <laughs> shat on hard. Hard, but, but I feel like it really didn't stop me from getting it that early. Like, um, didn't we both go home and we're like, yeah, we're buying this now. I'm trying to buy it. No, you bought it when I bought it. We sound like an old married couple. Yeah, I'm going to take a look uh, <laughs> and, and just, just see. You know. Yeah. Either way, it's a fucking great game. It's a fucking great game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Colin, uh, what he did acknowledge was the fact that he, he uh, correctly identified the good thing about Generation Zero. And the good thing about Generation Zero is that it has some sort of artistic spark that is just unique to it. Mm. And the reason why um, it's a really interesting game is it's just got something unique that's very hard to put a finger on, but that really stands out and is different mm. and weird. Uh, and he sort of, he said that like, like some of the gameplay elements sort of like are not as good as the creative spark that's there. And that's the point where I disagree with him. I think okay. they are as good. But I just, yeah, it's got a really unique feel. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a big yeah. fan. Big yeah. No, fan. I think, I, yeah, I really, I agree with you. I think it's a really fantastic game. Uh, like, and <clears throat> again, I'm really not a first person fan. But like, between that and Hunt, I'm like, there are two games that I'm wildly impressed with. And like, yeah. It goes beyond the not liking first person. I'm like, I still fucking love these games. <laughs> totally, man. <laughs> They're amazing games yeah. to me. Um, and like from someone who has a really storied history of first person shooters, I played all of them almost. Like, mm. 
I can it's totally stacks up. Like it's mm. you know it's doing everything just you know in a way that's completely fun to play and like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it can fight with the best of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're just they're they're both so different from your standard. Just like you know, takes three magazines to put a bad guy down. Uh, I don't know. It's same thing with hunt. You know, like uh, one lined up shot and it's over. You know, yeah. like doesn't matter how. I think you put it succinctly. Something different. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what it has. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, just to take it back real quick to the resistance update. What's actually coming in this? Um, I haven't played the game since the you know we had a news article a, way, a ways back about um, the update that came that Phoenix added Phoenix Rising. That yeah, added right. Melee? It was the console, yeah, the console update finally including Phoenix Rising, but and not just that, they also added a bunch of like a new kind of unique enemy that could mm -hmm. spawn mm -hmm. that sounded crazy. There was like some top tier, it was, hard to get. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, they added that. They also they t tweaked the scat um, the crafting. So mm -hmm. that you can now craft ammo and stuff, which is sounds small, but it makes a big difference. Yeah. Um, and then the big thing about this update is basically that they're adding base building to the game. And there's a trailer for it. Um, you can go check the Resistance update trailer to see... Um... Base building, though. Like, whoa. Yeah. <sighs> I, yeah. I knew you'd be excited. Uh. Ironically, like, there's nothing that can tamper my, uh, my um, enthusiasm for this game. Uh, I actually think this is a mistake, um, and just in my personal subjective opinion, I feel like base building, while tons of people really love it, um, I think to me it's going to detract from the elements of the game that make it good. Mm. But I'm so into the developer and what they've done that you know I'm completely I'll give them the benefit of the doubt for I everything. I feel like it can add a a whole new level to it uh, and a sort of um, an endless loop. Yeah, um, that's what I don't like. Whereas uh, <laughs> where like again where you you. you you know, have to defend or whatever. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I, I just, I got so, I never cared for building of anything in any, like I was so against it until Fallout 4. Mm -hmm. And then I maxed out every settlement with every, <laughs> everything possible. Like I, I went crazy on it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I knew you'd be psyched for this, man. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, I'll go pretty crazy on this too, I'm sure. It's, you know, it's PSA, it's probably going to be pretty buggy. Oh yeah, I'm sure, beginning, it so, I'm sure. So you know, just have patience. Mm -hmm. But um, if there's anything that Avalanche Studios and then Systemic Reactions has shown us, it's that they will fix this stuff. So you know, yeah, exactly. They're really good at post support. Mm -hmm. um, so don't worry about that if it is buggy. And it's just a co-op game, so you don't have to worry about I don't know losing your character permanently, like in Hunt, at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like I don't care for base building. I think it will probably detract for me from the experience, but. It, Any increased enthusiasm and interest in the game is good for it. So in that sense, I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, if it's, I can understand it taking away if it's essential. But if it's just an added thing that you don't 100% need to do, yeah, I don't see how it could really take away from it. You know, unfortunately, if it's essential, it'll probably mean I stop playing the game. Mm -hmm. um, but if it's optional, I guess take away for me. It's just in the sense of like I appreciate the purity that the game has by not having that. And I know that sounds maybe a little hoity-toity, but like the other gameplay elements, the, the the other pillars of gameplay are sharper when it doesn't have base building, and I like that. Mm -hmm. It's really subjective. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, they have the safe zones, right? And and you can access your inventory, your storage uh, in any of the safe zones already, right? So I mean, like, it would be awesome. If that wasn't a part, like a place where you can actually stash your shit and like everything. you're making a safe zone, kind of? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, um, that's a, they did say that there will be base defense. Well, right? or also. or even building up a safe zone. Sure. You know, so yeah. it has yeah. resources or whatever. You know, maybe uh, you know, you can manufacture ammo there. You know, yeah. you recruit people. Yeah. You, I don't know. Well, but, from what I understand from the demo, I sorry, the trailer also is that they do um, like, like the robots attacking your base is going to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. specifically attacking your base, not just being around. Yeah, and yeah randomly yeah, yeah. attacking. Like, which is it's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm down. I'm, I'm down. Curious to see how uh, where, where it goes. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. 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 Um, even if it's not my favorite gameplay element to add to stuff, it's like I'm still really excited to see how they how they implement. I thoroughly like even if you can't build I like having uh, a base or like a yep. sort of uh, customizable place a place to call home you know? I understand um, yeah. I no, just kind of dig that yeah that is uh, that is nice like Red Dead I have a dog you know uh, yeah at my yeah. camp I totally know what you mean <laughs> yeah it's just it's fun it is fun well that's kind of all I have to I mean unless you got anything else to add I think basically that takes us to just the short what we've been playing which is really just me in this case um, yes yeah. you know uh, we already went over hunt the Hunt Showdown. Yeah, um, yeah. I did play Pokemon Sword with my nephew, finally. Mm-hmm. And that was so, such a weird mixed experience. It was really fun. And I, I think I, I kind of get the game more now. Because it made me... Like, just having talks with him about, like... Oh, you know, he's like, I love, you know, Pokemon. with like, Dig. I wish I had a Dig Pokemon. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, next time... Like, I'll look for a Pokemon that has Dig between now and next time we play, and maybe I can find one to trade you for something else, and I'm like, that's kind of fun. Yeah. And, like, we fought each other. That was neat. My team was different than last time. We tried a raid battle. It was a little bit lame, but still kind of fun. It was really cool playing with him, but also we can manage to connect for three things, and then the game stopped letting us find each other, and we spent about 45 minutes just talking while the game is just spooling itself, trying to, like, find each other. Yeah, that's... And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's beyond BS, man. This is what Game Freak, a really big AAA legit company, can do with online. Mm. Like, uh, I won't talk about it more because... That's sort of how I feel about Disney streaming service. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Don't fucking get me started. No, Holy but it's Christ. The, but it's the same. All like, you have to do is copy <laughs> the one person that does it well. You fucking idiot! Like, <laughs> but that's exactly what that made me think of. It's <laughs> such a piece of shit, the Disney streaming app. Yeah. But anyways, uh, so fun but frustrating. Mm. And besides that, I, I just I went on like a really deep dive into cyberpunk, both the video game and the tabletop RPG. Um, right. Yeah, and I was initially like kind of not enthused with the tabletop RPG. I just picked up the Quick Start Guide. Or quick start box, I guess, at my local game store. Um, and I was initially uh, unenthused because I was like, oh, it's CD Projekt that did this mostly, but it turns out that they, I think the creator of Cyberpunk, which is a tabletop RPG that goes back to 1989, I think. 80s, definitely. It's 80s, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 88, 89. That is the first iteration. Did you play it? No. The no. first role playing game? Mm-hmm. No, never. I, I heard a fair chunk about it a while ago. Oh, um, interesting. But, uh, I think I thought that it was just the name of a genre, and I didn't. Uh, I think I didn't realize it was the name of an actual released thing. Sort of like steampunk. Yeah, mm. is that the name of an actual released thing too? Oh no, no, no. Steampunk too. is just like uh, you know, it's a genre, like yeah. whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. I was uh, initially a bit skeptical that uh, is the cyberpunk new RPG edition, maybe just a cash grab that CD Projekt sponsored. But when I, I dug into a lot of um, uh, interviews and um, articles uh, with Mike Pondsmith, the creator. And his son and wife also work at the company, and his son does a lot of also talking to uh, media personnel about it. Uh, and they actually really do seem like uh, the game seems like a really a, a kind of a, a labor of love uh, from the creator. 
And it really seems like he actually just worked with CD Projekt to make this game make sense to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he both helped to form the history that will become the future for Cyberpunk 2077. And the tabletop RPG takes place 40 years before 2077. Okay. And he worked with CD Projekt to make the world of 2077 be what he wants it to be from the RPG to the future. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain, but uh, the point is that uh, it does seem like he really worked with them. It's not just a, a cash grab by uh, by CD Projekt, which is the, the important part. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I got really a lot back into it from that and watching Dread, which is incredible. Um, yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll have maybe some theme music in this episode. <laughs> So yeah, I just I played about I restarted my Cyberpunk character, Corpo background this time, trying to make him in the the Judge Dread image, and um, just having fun living in the world of Cyberpunk, which I was excited about because of the pen and paper game and the movie and stuff, and like it's cool. It's a it's a really fun playground to just kind of goof around in. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and sort of make your house with your cat, like you were saying. You know, yeah. like I've got my set of clothes that I like, and like, hmm. you know, just my apartment where I hang out and stuff. Yeah, you customize stuff. And <laughs> my favorite Ripper doc that I talk to for like new cyberware upgrades. There you go. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, nice, yeah. Nice. and just like the police are like overwhelmed, so like they put you know police bounties, jobs. Yeah. yeah, they put bounties everywhere, and they encourage citizens to just like if you feel like it, they you know, do the arrest yourself. So I've been sort of like living out my dread fantasies that way. Nice, nice. But it's cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, cool. I'm like 27 hours in, and it's a really it's a fun playground to just. Uh, no, 27 hours in on your second run. On right? my second run. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so on your first run, you didn't experience any hard crashes. Maybe one. Okay. Yeah, I've well, had two. Okay, yeah. uh, that's pretty good though. Yeah, so. I've had two in, tw- in twenty-seven hours. It's really good. Cool. That's pretty much all I have to say about it. It's fun. Yeah, yeah nice. I'm enjoying myself. Good. And you know, I ch- also, if you're interested, check out the tabletop RPG. It looks kind of. I don't. I can't say if it's a good system yet. I haven't read the rules, but I can say that you know, thematically and like artistically, and in terms of lore and uh, the way they handle the story, it seems pretty interesting. Cool. Um, yeah, cool. the creators are. Uh, I would say good guys. Too. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's uh, pretty much all I have to say. Cool. Should we wrap it? Yeah, I think so. All right. Thanks for recording, Teague. Thank you. And uh, I guess we'll see you next time, guys. Yeah, have a good week, everybody. Enjoy episode 21 of New Talk. 21 I it is. I'm getting that right. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. I, I don't know. 20 was the last one that was put up. So. 20 was the last one. You're right. It must be 21. It must be. <laughs> all right. See you next time.